Cameo. P. Biddy. What's P. that, my Smooth. boy? P. Smooth in the building. What's up, man? Oh, good, my Man, it went good, man. 27 years up in this thing, man. They 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 let me get a little something, something. Let me get a little something. God, so, you old. Yeah, I know, huh? Right, dang. Well, so, uh, like I like to say, not old, but better. I'm, I'm better. A little seasoned, little little wise, you know. So shout out, shout out to the job for the recognition. It was cool. I think I threw a little a little taste of it up on my Instagram story, so it's cool. That's good stuff, man. You know, so knock that out. And now it's time to get into Ball and Gems. We want to welcome each and every one of our listeners and supporters to the Ball and Gems uh, podcast. I'm your co-host, Cameo Williams from Gems in the Gym. And I'm Prentice Beverly from Ball and Prep. Together, we formed the Ball and Gems podcast duo. We headed out to the Great Lakes. Are we going to the Great Lakes? No, we're not going to the Great Lakes. We're going yeah, to... That area. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Lance, Lansing, Michigan, that's close enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we gonna we gonna head out there and and, and chop it up with a, with a veteran coach. Uh, see where the coach has been, where the coach is at, and where the coach is going, and all things in between. <laughs> right? Yep, yep. That's, right. that's that's what we do. And all things in between uh, is, is ultimate words. Uh, and if if you've been rocking with us a while, then you know we're gonna have some fun. Right? So you can be informed and have some fun, and we like to call that edutainment. Get you a little entertainment, get you a little education, and life is good. We keep it moving. Nah, that's true. So I'm I'm excited, man. Look, um, NBA is going to start up July 31st. Hey, uh, been paying attention. Yeah, NBA is going to start up July 31st, which uh, is we're not tooting our own horn, but we are, we have said it long before. Come August, everything will change and really be accelerated. Uh, for whatever the new norm is going to be, we, we've maintained that in terms of our businesses uh, that we primarily deal with in the in the, in the sporting world, um, in terms of college coaches being able to come out. Um, those things will change. It hasn't been announced as far as the uh, end of August, end of September live periods, but we're aware they're going to happen. Uh, and we'll get back to that. But our guest has joined us. So we want to make sure we welcome our guest. Michigan State University, Spartans. Hell Hold on, wait, wait, wait. You gotta say Spartans better than that, man. That was kind of low key. You gotta get louder than that. I need a little yeah. bit more energy. When you say Spartans. Does Sparta? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there, that, that felt that. That's how you do that. Well, that, I like that. That's impressive. You <laughs> like you, you like that, Susie? You like what that, I man? That? That's an introduction. We need you to be our. Um, our MC for all our games, our, our uh, in-game announcer with that. You, you know what? You guys have Oh, me. we can do that. We'd be the first one to have a duo that has like that. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. we already making our tour with the podcast. You know what? We are now officially substitute PA announcers <laughs> for Sparta. That's right, Sparta. You know. <laughs> Listen, we do it right, though. You know, Detroit basketball. That's how we do it. That's right, you know, baby. Welcome, That's right. Welcome here, women's basketball coach Susie Merchant to the podcast. Coach, first and foremost, how is your health? How is your mental? Just kind of how's every day going for you as we're dealing with these um, unprecedented times? Yeah, it's been interesting. You know, I went from not having a lot of time to having nothing but time. Um, and I have two little boys, so quite frankly, I, I feel like it's been a bit of a gift for me mm. personally just to spend time 
with my kids and help them through some of their school projects and finish out school. I'm not sure they feel the same way about that. Right. <laughs> Wait, how, how old are the boys? Um, my youngest is nine and my oldest is 12. I got a 12-year-old. So, I got a 12-year-old. So, I got a 12-year-old, too. So how are you, you dealing with this new man? Listen, I sit in the middle, and I spend a lot of time on my Google. <laughs> Google it. You're not alone, uh, I am great at math, and my ego my ego won't let me Google in front of him. <laughs> So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, you know, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be right back. And so I'm got, I got, I left something in the room. I go in the room. And I'm like trying to look at the thing, and I come back, and I come back like I knew it. See, first of all, didn't they tell you this on the Zoom with your class? Yeah. This is all you got to do, right? I uh, know. That's one subject we just cannot help them with. They need a teacher no. for that. A they really, teacher. It's new math. It's crazy. But you know what? The new math. If the old man gets the answer, see, I, that's why. I see, I do the old stuff, but I, I but you, I like this. Is the answer. I don't know how you got it that way, but this is the answer. Right. So and if so, you can't do it my way, then I can't uh, help. You. Look, so the challenge is teaching them to do it the way the teachers want them to do it. It's not the yeah, challenge sure. to get the answer, but for the sure. challenge is to teach them that way. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm missing sure. something. I'm missing something. I always thought the answer, as long as the answer was right, I don't care how you got it. <laughs> well, Which, I don't know. I, I try to tell my son, my oldest, I'm like, listen, I'm a basketball coach and I count in threes, twos, and ones. <laughs> so anything over that, I'm going to struggle with. We need to call look, your dad. Look, anything else, we don't know nothing, nothing about the rest of that. Nope, nope, nope. Nope. Definitely not. Dad's a finance major, so let's call him. Right. He's a hat, yeah, for cool. Sure. We have coach. Yeah, so so coach, um, I do want to get to. We always we we've been making sure that we that we have empathy and sympathy as far as people. Um, when you spend months and months of building something, and and then the season ends, and then there's no uh, collective postseason, big picture postseason, and you have to express that to your team. Um, how did that day go when you had to let them know that the entire process of all college basketball was ending as, as we knew it? Do you, can you take us through that day? Yeah, sure. I'd be happy to. I mean, it was it was difficult. I think we all can remember sort of where we were at, what we were doing when things started to, to go this way. But I just um, immediately called a meeting and, and really just told them, hey, just come to my office. I mean, mm. go to the video room and do all this and um, I just told them, listen, you know, this is what's going on and the university's going to shut down. And that was probably the biggest thing, to be honest, that besides the basketball piece, I think they were a little like, what do I do? I don't go to class. I don't have basketball practice. Mm -hmm. Like everything. So, as you mentioned, was so abrupt. So really just trying to help them through it. And I think, you know, the other piece of this is as devastating and shocking as it was, I think at the same time, they probably appreciated it. And maybe all college basketball players, they might admit it, they might not, but they probably missed being home and not not mm -hmm. being like just on blast all the time with go, go, go. You know, you, you, you know what, Susie, that you mentioned that we've talked to a few players on the podcast and privately. Um, and some have played this game since six, seven, eight years old, right? Yeah. And, yep. and so all the way through high school, now they're at the Division One level. This is the longest period of time in a decade for some of them yep. that they've been away from the game to recharge and reset, whether they want it or not, under whatever the circumstances are. Right. You know, right. Um, look, look. Oh, that's what you look like, Dad. 
Oh hi. Yeah. Like, right. Like, right. <laughs> right. I mean, don't you guys feel like in your side of things, like, isn't it been a, a, a after a while it gets a little monotonous, but it has been a smidge refreshing to not to get off the hamster wheel a little bit and just yeah, it, it has. That's true. I mean, that's true. It's definitely the challenge of you know what you're used to doing in the passion, but on the other hand. I mean, we're used to, you're hopping on a plane, you're hopping off a plane, getting yep. back, you're in a gym, yep. you're this, uh, yep. and the ability to just kind of breathe a little bit. And this is with yep. respect to all the public safety and health, of course, of course uh, yep. but, but in a chance to kind of, you know, exhale a little bit, an opportunity for us to even grow the game a different way and get people like yourself on where people are able to, you know, see, feel your personality, hear your story, hear the journeys of different people. Uh, could we have still done it? Absolutely. But at the level that we're doing it, we wouldn't have even right. been able to do that. And so it's it's um, it's bittersweet, bittersweet, but still a blessing nonetheless. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think I've said all along the one thing that this pandemic has given me that I've never had is time. You know, mm. and, and I have right. and I really have to believe the players you mentioned it. I mean, they've been playing since they've been six, seven years old. Never a summer. Summer goes right into the fall, right into their high schools. Mm-hmm. And then it's this and it's it's go, go, go. And I think, you know, just having dinner. I mean, I, I get around all the time, but it's really true. I found out there's a room in my house. It's called the kitchen. <laughs> no. <laughs> I and it belongs to me. It's like mine. Right? <laughs> like, I don't know if my, my family likes me being in there, but <laughs> I'm like, oh my That's God, funny. there's stuff in here. <laughs> like, 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 I bought that a couple wow. of months ago. Like, okay, okay, wow, cool. I, yeah, I'm just like really like enjoying that little bit of domestic life, I guess, that I've never had. I mean, my, the closest thing I come to a kitchen is like picking up the phone and like dialing somebody to bring it to me. You know? <laughs> like, so, so, so you a grub hub all of America. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Yes. Sadly, <laughs> I'm, I'm one of those shit people too. I won't even go to the grocery store now. I'm like, oh, you have a shit. Oh, you do the delivery. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That, that's actually that's, that, that, that's actually smart. Hey, coach, in, in in your sitting on the couch time, what have you ran some new plays through wait, your wait, mental? Wait, wait, wait. Time. Because you, you get a chance to, because we're talking about relaxing. So it could be a lounge chair, a couch, whatever it is, recliner. Yeah, I got you. You didn't, you didn't, you. You didn't ran a couple of quick hitters through your head, I'm sure. Yeah. You didn't yeah. ran some quick. <laughs> you know, I swear, we were talking about this as a staff just yesterday on our little Zoom call. I've done more Zoom calls, like I'm sure many of you have done. Yes. It's like we're, yeah. we're over Zoomed at this point, but I've, I really have. I like that. Over-zoomed. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's been like uh, really cool just to connect with people and just talk. We've done, you know, individual Zooms with our players. We've done player um, like group, you know, in terms of positions. We've done the whole team. We're doing something kind of cool every week. My my team gets together and um, we've kind of put together a document that has everything from video to podcasts, like what you guys are doing to, oh, wow. you know, just chapters, reading. And every kid is responsible for a week and they they design the meeting. It's about 45 minutes. They send out like preliminary questions. Um, like, for example, this last week, right? It was one yeah. of my... Um, freshman it was her turn and she picked um and I know you guys have seen this with the tragedy with Kobe but that that letter that he wrote to basketball you know dear basketball yes. oh yeah and and she asked every player to um basically the first question was remember a time in your past um or what was a time in your past playing basketball that was 
almost like the aha moment, the defining moment that you knew this was, mm-hmm. you're going to be your, your outlet, your life, your passion. And then she said, okay, now you're at Michigan State. What legacy do you want to leave? So you watch that mm-hmm. letter and you watch that video and you see, you know, obviously before his passing, right? So it's like being able to let go of a sport, but how much he gave to it and how he really looked at it through a six-year-old boy's eyes. And she really took us through that. And so we do that every week and it's someone different and it's a different exercise and it's a different feel. Um, And that's been really fun because like I said, I think we're on a hamster wheel with our foot on the gas and we're all just jumping off planes and we got to go. We got a hundred things going on and it's really been refreshing to reset and just connect with people. Even if we're not in the same room, at least we're doing Mm -hmm. it together and we're we're getting to know each other better than maybe we even could in the past you know you know I, I, yeah, I actually think when it when there is a new norm i think this has given kind of all of us in the quote-unquote business an opportunity to say okay can i get the same results or better results doing it a different way without being as much on the hamster wheel as yep. we have been in the yep. past yep. um and I think down the road we'll actually have better mental wellness and, and physical wellness probably because of it. Um, which it's kind of ironic to do less to get more. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know? Well, uh, hey, be yeah. careful, be careful. That's that's a military term right there. You know, I'm just, <laughs> I, I'm just saying the, the, it is. to do more than to do more with less, but it turned out to be doing less with less. Yeah. No, so, yeah. Um, well, I think so, wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Like our business is sort of this might stem from football, but I've always believed that, you know, sometimes we mistake activity for achievement. You know, we got to be in the office. Yes. We got to be on the road. Right. And that's my point. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what you're saying. And it's like, there's another way to yep. do this where we can stay fresher and healthier for sure. Right. 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 Well, so, you know what, by okay. saying that, hold on, Cammie, like with the Zoom mm-hmm. calls and stuff, it, it, it turned into nobody even know what Zoom is. <laughs> but now it's like, it's, it's almost, a, it's a necessity now. But going forward, to me, I was like, man, that's going to cut out. Uh, at least it's going to save a lot of people budget because most of the people that's, that's sitting down doing the budget, now they're thinking, well, hold up. For X amount of time, you did a lot of recruiting. <laughs> like, right. Zoom. Uh, effective, cost, too. <laughs> effectively, and it cost us zero. Right. Right. No, you're, so, you're dead on. I didn't know what it was either. I was like, what? And I remember when this all broke and our kids, you know, we said, listen, why don't you go home? I can't tell you like the people that have to fly when to come back just make it an open-ended ticket and i was thinking it might be a few weeks right i had no idea it was going right, to turn right. into this i'm right, like right. oh we'll start in may you know but you know i was just trying to give them some kind of feedback or whatever and when they shut school down and said we're moving everything online they started doing these Zoom tutorials, and I'm like, oh, those are for the players. They need them for class. Right, right, right. And look, then I'm like, right. holy crap, I got to figure out how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is, and you know what? It's been fun. I, I'm kidding around, but, like, I've I've connected with, um, like, when I played in college, all my college buddies, I did a, I called it, like, cocktails and ketchup, and let's serve some quarantinis, and let's yeah. have a little <laughs> Zoom, like Zoom hour, yeah. you know, a cocktail yeah. hour. So it's been social, too. I mean, it hasn't just been all Zoom for business, you know? It's been really right. nice. Right. <clears throat> nice. So, Coach, so, look, go to some, to some pre-Zoom time. Tell us about 
uh, your break into the college coaching business. Oh my like god! How? Yeah, I've, I've got an interesting scenario. So I've been in Michigan like my whole career, but I um, I played at Central and then I took off after I graduated and um, lived in Florida. I was waiting tables and having a good old time, you know. And my co- or my high school coach said, "Hey, Susie, there's an assistant coaching job at Oakland University, who is now Division mm-hmm. One." But mm-hmm. they were Division Two at the time. It was a part-time deal. So he's like, you know, if you're interested, and I'm like, well, to be frank, I was living in my car. I, I didn't have a home, so I was wow. like, for about two and a half months, I lived in my car, and I was working at a country club. So I was able to like, you know, take care of myself, shower, and do all that, and go to work and live in my car for a while, because I just didn't want to go home to feel like a failure, you know. So I just was right, like, right. just built that way. Uh-oh. Cameo, can you hear me? I can hear you. I think we lost her for a second, but we'll get it. We'll get her back. Oh, man, that was so good. Too. I know she was flowing <laughs> with it too, right? Like, but but yeah. we, we're we're definitely gonna get that back because that's definitely something I did not know. As much as we know about Coach, something I want to hear. <laughs> I, I I did not know about that. So goodness, I'm telling you, Pete, that, that the theme. Man, the, and we'll get we'll get our guests back. So we apologize for that, um, but we'll get our guests back on. Uh, but with that, P, the thing that we keep running into is the roots and the fruit, <laughs> right? Yes, it, it, it's, it's a sacrifice, man. We keep seeing it. It's so much in between there, uh, and hearing that that's some really authentic stuff that she shared. You yes, know, um, she said, and, and and how real is it that people say, man, I don't I don't want to be considered a failure, so I'm gonna push through. I'm not gonna right. tell people. Uh-huh. You got know, her back. You know, and we got get our coach back. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, yeah we got I'm you so back. I'm so sorry Susie. about that. Oh, you are no, you are perfectly okay. fine. But she was explaining to us, you know, going back to the hey, you was in your car, oh, you yeah. didn't want to feel like a failure going going okay. back home, and continue that. Yeah, yeah. So I was living in my car, and my high school coach called and said, hey, there's like this part time assistant deal at Oakland, and I'm like, well. I'll just do that till I can figure out what I want to do with my life. Because clearly living in a car, <laughs> waiting tables might not have been That's not it. That's not it. <laughs> college education list, you know. Right, so right. I came back and um, I worked at Oakland for a couple of years. It was a part-time deal and um, made a whopping $12,000 a year back then. Um and then this because that, that's not bad we've been hearing people say they made two or three thousand yeah so well yeah you, that was you were living it up 12, right? <laughs> you was getting it done i was rolling in it yeah so anyway long story short i i um my the men's coach there who's to this day one of my my best friends in the business greg campy he um he said hey listen the saginaw valley division two head jobs open you should apply and at the time i was 25 years old and i'm like oh yeah you know this would be good experience for me to go interview and learn like how to present myself to people because i you know literally got the last job because of my high school coach so i go and lo and behold i got offered the job (laughs) just like oh my god now what you know um (laughs) but i i ended up i'll never forget this after my first um coaching like game that I ever coached in was against a division three non-scholarship team and we were a division two team who had scholarships 
I know the program wasn't in that good of shape, but still, clearly, we should have won the game. We did not. And I remember calling Greg Campy after the game and just cussing him out because I had forgot to put in like sideline out of bounds plays. Nobody knew how to like, get the ball in bounds. I was like, I was like, Greg, man, I could not even substitute right. I could not put people in the game. It was just crazy. But I look back at it and, you know, after a year, I kind of got it together and, um, you know, we had some success. And then um, when I was 28, I got the head job at Eastern Michigan. And, um, and that's an interesting story, guys, in and of itself, because everybody told me not to take that job because it was a coach killer job as they say um everybody tell you about what everybody knows yeah you know like everybody (laughs) but I'll tell you what the one person who didn't and again this um and I had a hard time saying no to Eastern because when I looked at it the boys the men's team on that side they had Earl Boykins they went to the Sweet 16 they had oh yeah do you you remember Ben Braun hey hey Earl could yes hey hey Earl can shoot that oh, thing too. Oh man, they had all they, little quick sucker. They, they were sweet sixteen <laughs> a couple times. They were very successful, and of course, I grew up with two brothers, so and I always believed like anything boys can do, girls can do too. You know, so mm-hmm. um, Gary Waters. Do you guys know who he is? Gary Waters was the men's coach at Rutgers and um, um, Kent State, huh. and he took them to an elite eight. Anyway, his son and I played college ball together at Central Michigan. And I called Gary okay. and I was like, he was an assistant under Ben Braun when they were winning. And I said, gotcha. okay. so I just asked him, I'm like, hey, can you win there? What's the deal? He's like, Susie, he said, you can win there. He And he was the huh. only person on the planet that told me to take that job. And so wow. I just felt like I could do it. And we obviously went from, you know, it was like, I think 15 years of losing seasons to winning the league and NCAA tournament. And then that propelled me at Michigan State. But again, I look back and I never got into it to be the next coach somewhere. I just kind of got lucky, to be honest, along the way. Wow. And then you you, you get to Michigan State. What did, what did Michigan State, in your opinion, seeing you where they felt that you could really lead that program to to something like, I mean, you've got over like 200 wins now. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Mark Hollis was our AD at the time, and um, he had heard a story about me. Um, and I, I really think this was the reason why, you know, they used a search firm. Like, you guys know the business. So, these yes, big right, time right, programs right. go out and use search firms so that it kind of keeps it away from the media. And um, mm-hmm. Greg Campy, who I mentioned, had said to me, Susie, like, I know somebody internally, and they said basically, you know, if everybody turns the job down or dies, you might have a shot at the job, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, well, Jeez, I hope wow. dies or whatever. <laughs> wow. He's like, you know, they got like the list of 10 people. I'm like, all right, no big deal. So I go about my business and we were good at Eastern Michigan. And again, I never coached to be somewhere else. So I was just moving around my day and got a call from that search firm. But I didn't return the call right away because Greg told me like, merchant listen if everybody dies or turns it down you might have a shot and I'm like all right so the next morning my phone is blowing up by you know everybody at Michigan State and the search firm saying why have you called us back and I was thinking to myself because you told me I had no shot at the job or at least that was right. the rumor that I didn't um so long story short um 
Mark had heard a story about me, and this is not a this is a true story. When I was a head coach at Saginaw Valley in 25, I had no budget, no assistant, no nothing. So in order for me to go recruiting and get players, um, I just I had a tent. And so I used to go to KOA campgrounds for like six bucks and I used to like pop like pitch my tent. And I used to sleep in the tent and then I would go into the gyms at night, you know, or t- during the day, like the five stars and like at the whole circuit that they have now um, back in the mid 90s. It's the same thing, basically a little bit bigger. But I used mm-hmm. to sleep in a tent and sleep at camping grounds. Um, and he just thought that was like, wow, just really I don't know if it was, he thought it was impressive, but I just think he thought, wow, you know, she'll <laughs> right. do whatever it takes kind of thing. So. Um, right. You know, I, I think there was a few other things. Obviously, we've been successful at Eastern and turned it around. And I'm from Michigan. And Izzo's like a, a, a small town guy. Coach D'Antonio at the time was a small town guy. You know, we just have a lot of mm-hmm. like people that work their way up the system. You know, not where high level BCS coaches that like they stole from somewhere. You know, it just wasn't like that. Right. So I think that's sort of how it went. I like awesome. that. Look, it, it, it's a lot. Well, well, Coach, like we like to take everybody. We like to take everybody to the gym, so we want to take you to the gym. If that's okay with, if that's uh, okay with you, now you got to come with your with your best right. kicks. What what kicks you? What kicks you rocking? Because we're about to do some full court oh, stuff. You know, like I'm a <laughs> you know I'm a tomboy at heart, but I like to look cute. Now you're putting me on the on the spot right now. Co- coach, we coach, we we just stretch yeah. out, Coach. We you're in the gym, we, though. You're in the we're gym. We're in the gym, you're, Cole. You're and, you, and you're in your prime. And you're in your prime. Oh, my God. You're putting a lot of pressure. You're so, putting a lot of pressure look. on me. Well, you know, I'm, I'm a Nike. <laughs> I'm a flat out 100% Nike girl. Now you know that. Like, okay, yeah, course, yeah. I was yes, born and raised. Yes, so we Nike, we Nike yeah, family. We Nike, so right, right. We don't, well, I don't rock anything else. Not even my children. They they don't. I don't let that other brands in my house. So I would definitely do. Right. What? We got a lot yeah. of. Look, my, my kids don't. So you with that egg? Look, so with that said, Coach, let's do it. Just well, do it. Well, I, I we would go. definitely do, probably, I would do a LeBron line. Although, when KD came out with those pearls, I was, like, in love with them. Uh, those, those is clean. Those yeah, is clean. Those were yeah. so, were clean. like, right. beautiful. They were so beautiful Look. that I thought, <laughs> even if I, like, and, you know, honestly, when we, we launched that line, like, us and Duke, actually, women's basketball, actually. Really? Yeah, we launched the Ant Pearl line. But, um. My players kept like when they would jab or cut. Sometimes your heel would come out the back, but I'm like, I don't care. Those look good. <laughs> you need to like, you need to hey, tighten them up. Hey, figure it out, right? You like figure it out. <laughs> yes, but I would definitely do those. Those are the most beautiful shoes I've ever seen. So you know what? We all about to rock. Uh, well, well, print. I'm gonna rock the KDs with you, Coach. I know Prentice gonna rock him some Kobe's. Yeah, you already yeah. know. We pre 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 Biddy about to rock some Kobe's. So this is what we got, <laughs> Coach. I'm gonna put you on the okay. right wing. I got Prentice okay. on the left wing. I'm throwing that thing off the backboard. I'm gonna rebound it myself. I'm gonna pivot, <laughs> kick that thing to Prentice, who's at the midline near half court. I kicked it to him, and he sees you streaking. I mean, you are hauling tail in a dead sprint running your lane like it's nobody's business and Prentice what you got cool so are you spotting them or you, are you taking it to the oh, rack oh I'm gonna take it to the rack like the harder the better and like come on look. get me come on I love it alright right, right. right. yeah. okay. I'm gonna drop yeah, you no, this down no. but you know I would rather reverse that you know I'm, a, I'm an assist kind of girl so you can outlet me and oh, I'm, well, well, I'm, I'm still spoiled. hey well once I threw it to Prentice I went oh, and filled okay, my okay, lane okay, okay, okay. 
Okay, I got so you. So I'm, I'm, I'm busting my butt on the on, on the opposite side. Yes. All right, I got you. Yes, yes. You can you can throw right. that thing up. Hey, don't throw it. Don't throw it too high. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> That's me. Hey, this is about to be the fanciest layup assist that you ever got. I hear you. I hear you. Here you go. We are recruits. Okay. Tell us why we should come play for Coach Merchant at Michigan State. It's bigger. Home of the Sparks. Yeah. It's bigger than basketball. And that mm. um, I've always believed that my job is to win, of course, but my, my primary job is to get the best out of people and to empower young women to know their own power and their ability to go out and change the world. Um, you know, I just, the old Beyonce, the Beyonce song, Who Runs the World Girls, that's kind of my mantra. Mm-hmm. I'm raising two boys and I'm like a tomboy that. at heart and all my friends are guys for the most part, but I really love empowering young women to be bigger and better and to think outside and away from just a basketball player. Uh, you know what, coach? I you know that. what? Hey, hey! I went ahead and took that thing and rocked it, <laughs> flipped it. I flipped it up with the left, and then I, after it went through, I pointed to you like, "Good pass, coach." That's the way. That's the way to hit me in the numbers. I, I was like, "I'm with that." So, coach, in light of, of of that, and thinking about empowering women, if there was something you could do to grow the WNBA, stepping outside of your current position, just thinking out loud as a fan of the game. What would you do to kind of help grow it, or what could be done to grow? In the WNBA, I think there. Yeah. I think they have. To, I think every NBA franchise has to own has to own the WNBA and support it and own it. That's the yes. only way it's gonna. Start. Look, I, by, by the way, coach, I swear to you, we just had a coach that said really? the same thing. Yeah. I'm I'm so serious, Coach Enoch said wow. the same. He started with the exact yeah. same thing you said. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. always going to be financial. I mean it's a, it's a professional league. It's got to make money, and the only way, if you look at the most successful franchises, those are the ones that have been part of an NBA franchise. You know, think about like Detroit. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in Michigan, so the Detroit Shock win the World Championship, and and they get and they, and they get booted. You know, and now the next thing you know, they're, right. I think they went to Dallas. The Now they're, at, I think, officially, no, Tulsa. I'm sorry, Tulsa. They, and now they're the, the Las Vegas Aces. And it's like, yeah. how can you win a right. WNBA World Championship like two or three times in a row, basically? And you can't make it. Right. Like, you don't make it. So, mm. I mean, there mm. has to be that commitment, you know, and I, and I really like Adam Silver. I think he really gets a, has a really good grip on on both like humanity and the business piece yeah very very incredible. very good leader um but i just wish it would sort of i mean they put a lot of money in the g league now i mean right 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 that part right some of the men's programs are you know you watch these kids out there these top players and they got like five five four schools listed in the fifth one now is the g league it's like North Carolina, Duke, yeah. Michigan State, Michigan, and the G League. The G League, right. <laughs> wow. Right. And not, and not to mention, now you got kids that's going no straight to the G League now. They're not even going, they're not even doing the one year. And, and it's college. all because of the money, because they put money in. Those guys right. can make half a million, you know. So I, I think yeah. the league, they want to grow. And, and I love Kathy, Kathy at the at how the, our new commissioner, because I really think she gets it. Mm-hmm. And she's a really bright lady and played and like, I mean, where she was at before as the CEO. 
she's got really good skills. Yeah, she's, she's brought some she's great energy has, too. Yeah, yes, she, she really has. But until there's financial backing from every NBA team, I just think we're going to continue to just, it, it, you know, I mean, we're going to, yeah. Tread water. You can say it. Tread water. We're going to tread water. It's going to be the same every year. Because we got to get past 144 players. It's so many talented players that, I mean, at, at least 36 to 48 more players yeah. at a minimum. Yeah. And this year was worse. You had kids that make the team. Their dream is to make the WNBA. They got cut before they got to make a one No I'm kidding. They didn't even get a right. chance, right? You know, so yeah, right. Not even, so I think in the next uh, at least two to four years, I think there has to be some expansion in key geographical yeah. areas with the backing, obviously, uh, of NBA teams for the stability yeah. of it. Um, and I think that'll at least be a start. It'll at least I be agree. a start. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. Um, so, but in but in any event, Coach, we we appreciate the time that you well, afforded us. I thank you yes. so much for thinking of me and having me. It's been a really enjoyable conversation. So I appreciate it. Yeah, we thank don't do you, interviews bro. on Ball and Gym. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We yeah, yeah we, yeah, we yeah. don't. We don't oh, do I interviews. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what. That's if what you put me you, in a box and say, interview, yeah, well, that makes it. you successful because <laughs> you guys are just good down to earth folk, and people appreciate that. You know. And we will make sure that come when the new normal is back and people are back on campus in the fall and you guys get in the swing of things, we will double back and check in to see how the team is doing, how you're doing, uh, and catch back up for a part two. Oh, if that's I love okay it. With and you. Hey, you guys have a standing invitation. Hey. Come on down. Like, you know, I'll, I'll, walk, we, I'll we walk coming right into Izzo's office. Izzo's like my guy. We're like really close. <laughs> I mean, I watch them practice. You can hang for the weekend. Just come on down. That is a great idea. I, see, my home oh. is in Ohio. So well, y'all that, can, you can stay at my house, too. I got plenty of room. We'll have a little cookout or something. Even we'll better. Now, 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 what we need to know before we stay in the house Uh-oh. is who's man in the kitchen. Well, if you key. need me, if you need me to right. order food, I will. If you don't trust me, if you, <laughs> see, if you're a little nervous, no, that's not. That's not. I, I know you're a grill. <laughs> hey, we know you're a grill club all American. I just had to but check. She, she said, said cook out. Coach, we 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 got you, Coach. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for making time with us. We're very yeah. grateful, very honored that you joined the podcast, and we wish you nothing but good health, team health, and nothing but but a positive yeah, future going forward. You guys have a wonderful weekend. All right. All right. Too, Thank you, Coach. Thanks. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You. Bye-bye. That was fire, man. What a, man. Look, what a warm-spirited person. Just kind of, you know, just kind of flow. P, that's why we don't do interviews here on Ball and Gems. We don't do that. No, right? I, I've never done anything. You know, if you think about it, but we've never done anything before we did the podcast, we don't do interviews. We just kind of, we just talk. We to just people, we, we we just converse, man. Happy yeah. that people are able to feel comfortable um, with us and, and share um, some of their past with us in a very genuine and real, authentic way. You know, sharing that you, you know, man, I was in my car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like that's some very vulnerable stuff. That's to share. Look, and then the reason I'm in my car and not wanting to go back. Right, yeah, it's yeah. another vulnerable moment, you know. So, really, really grateful uh, for Coach sharing 
uh, with us. So another episode in the books. I am your co-host, Cameo Williams from Tim's in the Gym. Other co-host, Prentice Bentley from Ball and Prep. And together we just rocked an original uh Sparta episode yeah. of Ball Thank and Gems. Susie Merchant, Michigan State. Like yes. What, what's, what, what's, what's the name of their nickname? Hey, Sparta! <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know, hey, as uh, always, we appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate you guys supporting. As always, don't just tell one friend. But two and three and four, uh, just tell everybody. Tell everybody to support, to listen, to retweet, to share. Hey, and we will continue to give our best as you guys keep feeding into us. We appreciate you guys. We'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. What's, what's up?